No, it was, it was, a, like it was a, a stoner who made actually made the book later and was called Harry Pothead, and he was like, "That's not, dude, I totally made that before then. I'm gonna get it right, bro." Uh, nah, because you told me to do it, so I'm gonna do it. Throw some air horns in there for him. Fuck it. They be like, "Slow up, homie. You talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Ross and Bradley Bax. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey." This is another episode of the Splash. Welcome to the show. This is the only podcast on the internet that skipped leg day to do breakfast in the morning. I got, I'm Bradley Baxter. This is my man Chris Watts. What up? Get a round of applause going. Let's warm up. We're, it's a it's an early morning. We're doing we're doing a yeah we're doing a morning show. It's like Brad and Chris in the morning. Yeah, there you go. Get a little jingle going. Get it. Get the get the blood moving. We're good. Uh, lot lots to talk about on this episode today. We're talking Ready Player One. Uh, it's gonna be which we can pick apart all night. Uh, or morning. <laughs> Morning, uh, night, we can go do it all day. Yeah, a couple of upcoming shows on our Buzz of the Week this week. We are talking NBA Jam. Boom shakalaka! That's right, boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka! He's on fire! Hey, Chris. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Boom shakalaka! Boom shakalaka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 25th anniversary is this month, so wow. we'll get into that. We'll go go uh, dive a little deeper, I guess, whatever. And then over at Splash Trash Mass, since we're talking Ready Player One on this episode, we are actually going to skip this week and we will do reviews of blockers and a quiet place next week i'm cool dude next week main topic uh is going to be the best video game year ever uh which was 1998 20 years uh past that so a little bit of an anniversary we're going to go over all the games that came out that year for all different consoles yeah and why that was the best year ever. Chris, let's just get into some news. It's early. Morning news. This is a crazy story. And I I don't know if you've seen this video yet. Have you seen these raccoon zombie raccoons? Zombie raccoons. Yeah, I have. They're yeah, there's some town in like uh, Ohio or something, right? Yeah, uh Youngstown, Youngstown, Ohio. They get on their hind legs and they like start seizuring. It's weird. Did something to do with like the I mean, do you is there any reason to give any reason why yeah, they like they stand up and they do this thing that look like they're like twitching out and they like fall back. It looks like they're on like drugs, like these they've been eating bath salts or something. Yeah, definitely. But it does look like a bath salt thing. Um I guess it's probably uh, I guess it's a, a disease called distemper. Is what there was probably a spill at the bath salt factory. The raccoons got into it because they're wily. And <laughs> yeah, uh, and now they're, they're freaking out. They're normally a nocturnal animal, but they're uh they've been coming out in the daytime and doing this. Um but they, they're freaking out because it's day. They're like, what's the sun? <laughs> they're saying that if you do have uh, an animal to stay away from those raccoons, because that's this temper is like super contagious and oh, make sure awesome. to get make sure to get them uh, vaccinated. Oh, great. Speaking of weird, strange things. Huh? Want some strangers? I got some stranger, stranger things. Stranger things. Um, uh, Universal Studios is has taken on. Stranger Things. They're building like the house. It's like a, wow. it's a maze, and it goes through like the government lab. It goes through the upside down. It goes through the upside down. Yeah, that'll be cool. I'll be actually able to in October, late October, I'll be able to uh, talk about that on the podcast here because I am actually going this year to 
Universal Studios for the Hollywood Horror Nights. They're supposed to do it in, in nine different places. So, but yeah, right it's now, it's crazy. They add so many different freaking. Like last year, they when we were down in the same area during the same time, we ended up not going to Universal Studios, but like everywhere has its own thing. Like this is the Purge Zone, and this over here is Walking Dead. Like they just take over like. Instead of having like lands, they just take over areas. So now they're gonna be like, "We're building the Stranger Things house. Look out!" That, that line's gonna be ridiculous, right? Do they do like front of the line shit for that? You can do, yeah. You can get like a special pass, I think. But mostly, it's like they're all like walkthroughs. So usually, it's not so terrible. I've I've heard it's not so bad because there's so much to do. But at the same time, you know, who knows? The way Stranger Things is, it could be like everyone's gonna be decked in Ghostbusters gear. Like here we go. Like Walking Dead, it's. A bunch of zombies, so there's shit coming right, out of like, left. I get it. Yeah. But like with Stranger Things, there's like a demogorgon, and that's it. Yeah, I'm curious what like the scoop. I mean, they'll probably do a lot of more like, not maybe it'll be on the lower tier of the scare factor. Like there's ones that are super scary, and this one will be like not crazy. It'll be like a lot of bumps on walls and doors opening, and like Eleven just nose bleeding, pointing her hand at you the whole time. You're like, ah, don't look at me like that. <laughs> don't stop Ugh. looking. Just throw, and you get waffles to just chuck at her. Yeah, it's like, ooh, here, take them, take them, take them. Ah, uh, John Boyega. <laughs> we talked John Boyega recently. Yes, we uh, did. I just heard that he was on a pod. He was on the ID10T. Idiot. Yeah, idiot. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, John Boyega was on there talking. He's a funny dude. It's a good episode. Uh, Check it out. He had a meeting with Marvel. Like what kind of a meeting? To, like to play it was like like a business meeting. I think it was to play a character in the MCU. Maybe he's applying for a job there. Could be he's like an accountant. We don't know. Uh, actually, what, char- what character do you think he'd play? That'd be interesting. Uh, I don't know. Actor. I think, yeah, I think there's there's plenty of characters to choose from. Would you be mad if? What are your thoughts on if if the MCU started creating new characters? Mm, uh, I think it's dangerous. I think it's tough to make new characters. I think that fans are pretty like into what they're into. If you do it right and you do it well, go for it. But I don't know. I feel like I also worry sometimes that. That that's that's tough to be like. I mean, how many original character Superman movies have we had that have done well? Like Hancock. I'm not against. I mean, what's the difference between like it being because it's not in a book first? There's just no like. I just I, my question is, I wonder if they would even attempt that because there's no clout behind the character. Like it's all Actually, about driving to it. Here, perfect example would be Daryl from Walking Dead. Not in the book. About supposed him? to be killed off in the first episode. And like now he's like a fan favorite. So I think you'd have to introduce the character and not let them become a fan favorite, even though they're not in the comics. And then you would have to release their movie because without that, you're basically just putting something out into the universe. You're putting all this money into a movie and putting it out there when there's never been a comic shirt product, anything for it ever sold. Yeah, he'd have to be a side character first. Yeah, for like a while. He'd be like, hey, it's me, Comet. <laughs> and people are like, God, I fucking love Comet. And then they're like, we're making a Comet movie. Some people are saying that he could possibly be Blade. There's there's artwork for him being Blade. Really? He doesn't yeah. have that Blade edge to him. Unless they did, like, they're planning on doing some kind of, like, Laura Croft, you know, young, young Blade. I mean, I'm looking at this picture right now. He doesn't look too bad. Also, maybe he's not, maybe he's not going to have to be a black character. Maybe he'll be a... Uh... Maybe he'll be a white character that they're going to make into make black. What about Moon Knight? Uh, that would be a dope one. I don't know if it has the clout, but man, God, Marvel is blown. They're not, they didn't have 20. They're 19 superheroes. Black Goliath. What are they up to? Moon Knight would be really, really cool. That would be awesome. Uh, all the other ones are Blade's the only one on here that needs a new movie. There's Luke Cage, Black Panther, War Machine, We've Storm, Falcon, Nick Fury, Miles. He's too old to play Miles. Bishop wouldn't make any sense. Unless they're going to try and do like a third Deadpool thing. But that seems kind of pre, 
ahead of schedule. I don't know. That'd be cool though. He's he's a great actor and he's a uh, he's got a good energy. I mean, why not fold him into the MCU if you can find an I mean, awesome place for him? He's he's already he's already cashing Disney checks. It'd be you know yeah cashing checks. <laughs> cashing checks. Uh, more Marvel news for you. Deadpool is giving away a pink costume for fuck cancer. Okay. Not sure if you saw that trailer. Did you see that? I like it. I, I I know I love when they do these little off things. I did not see it. I I heard they were giving away the the suit, which is awesome, with your with donations or whatever. But I uh, I did not watch the little video. I love that when they do these little PSAs. And they're giving away a bunch of stuff. Obviously, if you donate, you can win the. I don't know if you win it or if you. I think it's maybe an auction. Is but... it? Uh, I think is it is it through Omaze? It is. Uh, yeah. It is through Omaze. Yeah, which is awesome. Omaze is great, but this is a cool way to do it. Um, more Marvel news for you, more th- theoretical stuff. Uh, John Krasinski's got a new movie coming out, so they asked him, uh, Screen Rent had asked him about playing Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four. I can see that. And this is what he said. He said, oh, yeah, I love the way he talks or answer this question. It's actually really good. He said, oh, yeah, the Fantastic Four. I would love that. I mean, listen. I'm getting into the whole superhero thing. I didn't read book. I didn't read comics as a kid. Not as many. I read some, but not as much. But I'm a huge superhero fan. So, yeah, I'd love to do something like that. If there are any left. A lot of these have been taken. But one, the ones that left. Yeah, I would love to do something like that. And listen, <laughs> I'd love to. Oh, they asked her about working with Emily Blunt again. And he was like, yeah, I'd yeah. love to work with her again. Maybe that's just an answer being thrown off like you're doing something else. You're like, okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead to the ice cream shop. And they're like, what do you think about being in the Fantastic Four? But that answer does seem a little bit um, not circular necessarily, but something like he said that. he would love. He said he'd love to do it like five times. And he was like, hey, man, if you didn't hear me the first time, listen. Let me keep reiterating this over listen. and over and over listen. and over and over. I'd love to do yeah, it. I'd love that. I'd love to do it. It'd be great. Yeah, I'd I love the, that. I didn't really read the comics, but I'm really into it. But I'd do it. I wouldn't necessarily say I wouldn't do it because I would do it. I'm not a superhero fan. Love to get in on superheroes. Love to do it. If I could do it, it'd be awesome if I was doing it. <laughs> cool. Exactly. I think the kids will love it. The kids will love it. Um, I think I saw a shitty mock-up of him as Fantastic Four and it, uh, Mr. Fantastic, rather. As all Fantastic Four. And it looks pretty good. Um, uh, does he? Uh, I think it'd be good. I, I like the idea of going away with the Fantastic Four. I like the idea of not like having to be this like youthful story. I know that, like you want to get a franchise you can build, but honestly, that no, first I, one, I like, the, if it wasn't so cheesy, it'd be great because they need to be a little bit older. Yeah, I like the. Although the 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 problem is is tying them in, being like, where the fuck have you guys been for the last 10, 10 years? Uh, I mean, you could, you could have their. I mean, you could have it happen to them when they're old. They don't let kids go into space. They let older people like real astronauts aren't like twenty year old whiz kids. They're like freaking forty eight year old bald dudes. Like <laughs> it'd be totally believable if this team got to go up and they were all a little bit older. Russo brothers have released a letter to fans telling them not to fucking spoil the movie. This is actually there's like a huge story going on right now that they're this is like unprecedented. No one's ever done this about. Trying to keep the story under wraps. That's kind of cool. No one's ever tried to say, hey, don't say anything about this movie. No, like put out like full camp. Like there's a full letter. There's a whole like campaign. A campaign. They're like, thing, yeah. they're like, no, there's like a handful of people that know the whole story. And that's it. Like the actors like, don't even know the full story. Jeez. I like that. Yeah. I think that's cool. I think it's cool. They want to protect the secrecy of the story and they want to kind of me build that hype of like, don't tell anybody. See it for yourself. But also, they've been doing that thing lately with uh, 
or in the last week or so of like not releasing what Avengers four is titled and then saying like somebody tweeted at him like uh, saying, you know, the fact that they haven't given it a title scares the shit out of me on Twitter. And then they responded, you should be scared. And then they say, like, if we told them what the title was, it would ruin what happens in the third one. It's like, right. damn, what's the movie going to be called then? It, I, yeah, that's what I heard, too, is, uh, as far Avengers, as that goes. Avengers, the death of Captain America. The unti- it's always been called, like, the Untitled Avengers movie or Avengers right. 4 at this point. Um, Avengers 4. Yep, they're all dead. <laughs> oh, my God. That seems to be the the, the whole catchphrase. Anyway, uh, Woody Harrelson's supposed to be playing Carnage. What? Is that a rumor or is that confirmed? He's in the movie. As what? It, they just haven't released his character name, but it is rumored that he's supposed to be Carnage. Oh, man, that would be crazy. Woody Harrelson, he's kind of got like a crazy little edge to him. I like that. I think you ha- kind of have to go all out on that first movie to make it dope, right? Like, I don't, if, you don't, yeah. huh. if you don't do this movie right, you get, it, the whole thing, your yeah, whole what is, so thing is that? Rumored, rumored to play Carnage. A Carnage co-creator reacts. Wow. That would be interesting. I would uh, very much like to, yeah, go all out. Like, if you're going to already do a Venom movie, just might as well just go balls in and be right. like, there's also this red one that's a serial killer. He's really bad. He's worse, He's worse than, than the other than guy. The one that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> He's worse than the bad one. Chris, let's fucking, let's get into some real stuff. Let's talk Ready oh, Player sweet. One. Heck yeah. Beep, 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 all right. Ooh, it's a video game sound I just made with my mouth. I need to add that. Wow, there's so much to cover on this one. Uh, Oof, all of it. Chris, have you seen all this movie? Heck yeah, I've seen this movie. How many times did you see it? <laughs> I've seen it w- once times. But how I'm going to see it I won't how once did you, more. How did you see it? Uh, I saw it with my eyeballs. Um, they took in the images. My ears took in the sound. It was kind of a fun process. Nice, nice. Easy. I saw it in normal, no 3D, a normal movie theater, Standard. traditional, Standard. Standard edition, what my grandpa would see it in. Um, I don't need all these fancy bells and whistles. Well, I think your grandfather may have saw it. If you were to see it back in the day, it would be through a projector. Um, now it's now I think it's, uh, di- it's digital now. But um, it's all digital. I'm, I'm guessing. I, I would love to know because I already know this, but I can't wait for you to tell. How many times have you seen it, Brad? <laughs> so I've seen it three times <laughs> in the first opening weekend. Uh, I now I did this because I thought this would be a good movie. To see in different formats and really compare and contrast, as they would so say. So, what in are the school. what are the formats you saw? I saw standard, I saw it IMAX 3D, and then I Ooh. saw it in 4DX. Um, okay. Standard. I think the movie was great. It was fine in standard. If you're not really into 3D or need any extra stuff, that's the one for you. Um, I also saw them at three different theater brands. Wow, you bounced around town. My experiences were way different. Uh, IMAX 3D was, I think, is not worth the price. I think out here, at least in New York, AMC has done a terrible job with their theaters. Really? Yeah, they need to... They suck so bad. They're just, like, tough. They've had rumors of even, like, bed bugs at this theater, but... Bed bugs in a theater? Ain't no beds. Well, a lot of... What ends up happening is a lot of homeless people end up in the theaters and they sleep. Crazy, it happens. Great. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. But the best, honestly, man, the best way to watch this movie, if you're wanting to do that, is definitely 4DX, man. This movie kicked the shit out of everything in 4DX I've ever seen. Really? It was dope. 
And 40X is when your seat, seat moves, moves and it blows air in your it, balls it, or whatever. It rains, there's smoke, fire, scents, and like lightning and stuff like that. Jeez. Is it, so, and you, you, this was worth, it was worth it in 40. Like, is, is it moving the whole movie or does it feel like it's moving with like a purpose? No, it moves with a purpose. So, or like that. You know, anytime there's some of the stuff that like the fight scenes and stuff can be overwhelming. Like I said, with Batman Superman was ridiculous, but, um, this movie, right. there's not too much fighting. There's a lot of like gunshots and stuff. Um, but it, sure. It was, I felt like that kind of the action sequences were dialed down. And it was more focused on car, like the car chases and and that kind of stuff. Right, 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 right. So it was but a little we, bit more. It just it just felt like it was just happening to happen. It felt like you were actually doing the thing you were. Yeah, supposed I think to be I, doing. I think I saw a movie once, and like every door that opened, like you felt the vibration. And I was like, no one. If it's I like, opened okay, this door in real break. life, that wouldn't happen. So why is it happening right yeah. now? No, nah, this was somebody needs to do something with these doors. This was this was one hundred percent like, um. I mean that opening sequence when they're in the race is phenomenal. And for really? like I, I saw it first in 40X and like at, every time I saw it after that I was like eh, that's okay. Like this is sucks. But, you started big. Yeah, I think I definitely think this is a movie to see in 3D because of the whole visor. Like right, the going the into the going into uh the oasis is the oasis. It makes it, yeah, it it felt like it was a proper thing to do. Um, Dang. Okay, well, okay. Well, I gotta see it one more time, so I'm gonna test it. I'm gonna go see. Yeah, it I, in a different I wish format. That you, I wish that you had 40x out there because I would tell you to we don't. see it. Um, so, Chris, did you like the movie? What is what is your thoughts? We we um, I said it was gonna be meh, and you were like it's gonna be a splash, and then you kind of changed your mind at the end. Because you want to keep the, because I we'd heard so much bad things about it. Yeah, um, I it's it's tough. I mean, we're gonna dig into everything from like you know Easter eggs and and things like that later on. And but just as far as how I feel about the movie is almost conflicting because I think it has I think it has a lot of errors and a lot of flaws, but I also think that it. Uh, I also think it was freaking crazy fun. Like when I walked out, I I went to a movie that I felt like I really enjoyed and had a good time watching. Even if when I was looking back, I'm like, oh, that was a little rough. Um, yeah, I would 100% agree with you. I could see. Here's here's what I've taken away after watching it three times. <laughs> um, the movie's fun, but it can be very very. It's very easy to pick this movie apart, but it shouldn't be. That's what make. That's a Spielberg movie though, right? Like you shouldn't have to be thinking about everything while you're watching a movie. You should be in the movie watching the movie. And I think with this movie, with there being so many references, with there being so many um, pop culture things to to check out and all, and then to tie on like would that really happen and who's this guy and what you know, I think to all those elements are distracting, but not distracting enough to take away from the movie. I thought the movie was good. I went yeah. in with the man. I think this movie is a splash. And it's probably one of my favorite movies of the year. I think, yeah, I think it definitely, I, I agree with you. I think it has a lot of, it has a lot of pieces that can be picked apart. It has a lot of pieces that are really cool and stand out. And I mean, I, mean, I think that was kind of some of the main criticism that was around it in general is the fact that like, this is a nostalgia movie. So it kind of plays off the idea that you, you love these things. So if we put them in this order and we do it in a Spielberg fun way, 
then you'll definitely love it, even if it has flaws, which is exactly what I felt like it did. Oh, yeah. And and it does it goes even farther than that than just like the movie itself. It also goes in the fact that, you know, it's a it's a blockbuster movie and Steven Spielberg made it and it's it's good. And I wouldn't say I would I would go as far as say it's it's beyond passable, especially now, right now since I'm reading the book. I would say I agree with you. Like I think it's I think it's a good movie. I think it's a fun time. It's it's one of those movies that's easy to watch, but it's also it has merits and it has a lot of good parts and components to it, opposed to being fun to watch. But you're like, man, that movie's my guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. saying, oh, I really like Ready Player One. Nobody's gonna be like, oh, you do? Ugh. Like, it's it's like yeah, it's just it's all around fun and and kind of just fills with all these little pieces and parts that somebody can get something different from yeah. it, no matter what um, they're into. The other thing too, since you brought up the book, is I could see people that read the book and love the book not like this movie because the book yeah. is 100% different. Yeah. They change a lot. And it's like, I mean, I don't want to like, I'm, I'm only on, I just finished chapter 14. I'm like halfway through the book. Dude, it's miserable. You don't like the book. Like it's, it, I don't man. I don't like it at Interesting. all. I, I, I like the, this is funny. I like the concept a lot, but like, the number one the writing is a beyond atrocious like this book was clearly made by someone like freaking stephanie brown or dan brown like da vinci code like it's a book that was like meant to be translated across a bunch of different languages and it's meant to be like it was like written to be a bestseller but also like do it basically does all the things that the spielberg movie does like with playing off nostalgia and all these things but it's just the fucking worst man there's so many times it doesn't make sense. You hate the char- main character. Everyone else is like 2D in it. The The challenges are ridiculously dumb. It, there's so many pieces I'm reading. I'm just like, is this for real? Like, is this really what's going to happen? So I think they've made it even better. Interesting. I'm I'm reading the uh, I, I'm reading the book, too. I could see that. I think one, the guy that wrote this book wasn't a writer. He just wrote. Oh, he shocker. Just decided to write this book. Um I actually, yeah. I'm not mad at the book. I think it's very different. Um, it's not as exciting as the movie, but the references are a lot in deeper and like in detail, which probably don't need to be. And I think you're kind of saying that. Well, it's just re- it's repetition. That's that's all it is. That book is rep- like if I if I had it in this room with me, I'd pull it up and just start reading passages where it's like a paragraph says he was really into he was his passion was for video games, movies. Uh, board games and comic books and then the next pass will they say that's how i knew it would be something to do with music video games movies comic books like it's always through that even these references he has certain things and, and when they are something very specific or very niche it's also like crazy unrealistic that this would be something that anybody would be able to even kind of comprehend like for instance if you if you watch it and if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie tough titties but like <laughs> In the book, the second challenge is basically that he has to reenact the movie War right. Games, like, and and he gets the more points for being accurate and using the inflections. And there's like a, a throwaway line there where he says, "Luckily, I've watched. I have every single. I have every bit of that movie memorized." It's like number one. Do you have any idea how fucking hard it is to memorize a movie's like any movie I've seen a thousand times? I couldn't just act it out without a script or just being like, "Oh, I'm in the game. I'm in the movie now. Time to do what Matthew Broderick did in War Games." Like that's ridiculous, and it's boring. It's not even a real challenge that, that takes any kind of like skill to do, other than the fact that maybe you have like I don't know Rain Man syndrome, and you just happen to be able to memorize complete <laughs> movies and how they block. Um, so like I, it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm actually really glad that you pointed that challenge out because 
I read that challenge. I was like, and I've done this with my friends before as a, as a drinking game. But I was like, yeah, this is kind of a cool game to like watch a movie and then be like, this is what we would do. We'd be like, you know the line, pause the movie, say the line. If you don't get it verbatim, you have to drink. And if you get it verbatim, everybody else has to drink. Um, I thought this was a cool game. I wasn't mad. Like you were kind of sounding like you're mad about it, but um, I'm not mad about it. I just it's think not that, like, a, it's even, not even like a puzzling challenge. It's it's like all it's you have not. to do is. And like he even tried in in the in the book, he tried to like pull up the movie and like just watch it, but he couldn't. Right, and like even for me in this one, just comparing, it doesn't I take a lot of skill. Did something really yeah. good. No, something the movie did really well is the second challenge is it's still based in a movie world you have to go into. But while they were there, even though they were aware of like you know some lore around The Shining or you know they've seen the movie a few times or whatever, it was still like they were having to discover things inside the sh- the sh- right. Inside there was the movie like, and like go clues place, place. inside of the movie that yeah. were clues. Yeah, there was still a hunt going on and there was danger and and I feel like that's something that's completely lacking is like in, in the book compared to the movie is like there, there's just no danger or there's no there's no stakes to anything. It's like I wandered into here and played this. Luckily, I'm the best ever at that game, even though. I'm I'm pretty new at, at the Oasis. I, I've been playing for only five years, but luckily I know every move in this very obscure. Honestly, game. it's like the well, that, who are you? <laughs> yes, exactly. And yes, exactly. Uh, I would say that this isn't a book about, about pop culture or video games or any of that. It's about a stalker who's obsessed with this person and literally knows everything that they like and is trying yeah. to like yeah. live their life. That's the book. Yeah, very convenient. Yeah, the book is convenient. Someone, it's written by someone who looked around their their eighties ish room, even though they they have wildly they talk about all the time in there. He's saying, "Oh, he always loved eighties stuff, which is why he had a Terminator Two Judgment Day mug on his desk." It's like, well, that came out in like ninety four. So what the fuck are you talking about eighties stuff? But like, it's like somebody looked around the room and said, "These are all my favorite things. I'll put them in a book," and then made a character that just conveniently knows everything about the universe instead of having a hero that like is equipped to do the challenges, but also has to learn as he goes. Right. Like you said, there's no, it's kind of, it's also weird because it plays within a realm that's not reality. And then like, there's all this other shit life on out on the outside, but let's get back to the, right. Let's get back exactly. to the movie. The movie was like, like we said, it was fun. Lots of, lots of, lots of, lots of Easter eggs. So much Easter eggs. I didn't catch nearly any of them. I saw a lot. Oh God. I, don't I saw a lot of them. And yeah. I did again, I, I looked that third time i'm watching this film because it's i've already know the dialogue by now yeah three times um, yeah but man th- i i didn't see any simpsons references did you nope apparently nope. apparently no simpsons no apparently there's a simpsons car in the in the movie in a couple of characters um yeah really there's a there, i'm gonna put the video in, in the description below but there's a full video of all the easter eggs and it's like crazy there's tons of marvel easter eggs but they're so hidden beca- because of licensing so they're just hoping they could sneak them in and not I, get I don't sued. know. I it's the list that the dudes at the Weekly Planet read off or Mr. Sunday Movies rather. Uh, I was like, "There's no way all this is in this movie." He like made a movie, right? There were, I mean, there, there, yeah, that's that's weird. There was crazy stuff that I even like. I went back and read a couple articles and was like, "Oh God, that was right there." Oh, that's I love like that's my, one of my favorite things. Like, how did I not see that? But I know there's got to be some deep cuts. I just didn't know how deep it went. So all of, yeah, so all Steven Spielberg shit's in there. The music is definitely from Back to the Future all the way of to course. all his movies. Um, Freaking catch me if you can. Yeah. Uh, what else? How'd you pass the bar, Frank? <laughs> 
video obviously there was tons of video game references lots of the but no no nintendo there was though what, there was where? like i think uh, no one there i did not see one thing from nintendo there was, in any way yeah i definitely definitely saw the nintendo magazine there was a nintendo magazine yeah i saw the magazine in the, in the uh, h's room oh well that's like a deep cut like i'm in like a freaking you it's not mario bounce not, around throwing fireballs no, or sand there's tons of there's so many of them that it's not even um did you have a did you have a fate like and all the stuff you've seen or maybe something that you noticed did you have like a favorite easter egg you were like oh that's so awesome that's there um I, the christine car from you liked Christine being in the Stephen King's from Stephen King's book called Christine, the haunted car being in the race. You like that one? Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, I liked the Ninja Turtle ones, although they were from the I, movie. I, I'm so glad you said that, man, because that's my same thing. I was like, man, if you can do, he says the thing like, oh, yeah, they could be cartoon, 3D, whatever. And then the ones they put in there, are the freaking Sony movie ones. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. If, some, if these people are real fans, they'd either be the cartoon version or... Or they'd be the it would the be the movie ones puppet for me. version. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one I like. They I wish it was a better character. Not that I'm mad about Marvin the Martian, but uh, <laughs> Marvin the Martian from Looney Tunes play, made an appearance. There's a lot of video games uh, characters in this movie. Street Fighter ones were the complete obvious. Yeah, you see, you see Ryu twice. Yeah. And or Ryu, whatever, however you want to say it, and yeah, then you like see the, obviously there's a there's a Hayuken, which I thought was going to be a Kamehameha, so I was super jacked when he did it, and I was like, that ah, makes more sense that it was a Hayuken. Yeah. yeah, Mario's in there, and Yoshi, and Bowser. Doing and where? Ma- I don't know where. It doesn't show me where, but well, then I don't believe it. If I don't see it, I don't believe it. Watch this movie in extra slow mo just to get all the references and timestamp for you, Chris. The, I guess the Punch Out dude is in there too. Yeah, I saw the boxer guy. Seems um, like a really dumb costume to do like battle with, or a dumb avatar to do battle with. Yeah, I mean the Iron Giants, obviously one of them. Uh, Super easy. Which ones did you like, Chris? Uh, so here's one right now. Uh, Legend of Zelda gets a couple references. Holiday has a poster for the title in his childhood room, and in the IOI War Room has Hyrule Castle listed on their whiteboard as one of the places to assert. Um, so there's there's there, there's a little Nintendo nod. Uh, Link is also in the movie. And so is well, Zelda. I don't believe it until I see it. <laughs> Unless they're like way back in there. I don't buy it. Uh, uh, what else? My favorites. Um, my favorites. Uh, uh, I thought that uh, I know that I knew this in the book. I knew that he turned uh, that when he's fighting Mega Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, that uh, Diodo turns into Ultraman. I think is it Diodo that does it or is it? I don't know. I've got there in the book, but I know that he uses Ultraman. Uh, but I knew, also knew before the movie started, that they weren't weren't gonna be able to use Ultraman. They didn't have like the rights to him or whatever. Oh, there's no as his there. giant as his giant robot. Uh, so when he turned into the when he when he put, I was like, who's he gonna be? Like, is he who, who's what robot? And then when he said Gundam, I was like, oh, it's freaking perfect. Like, I yeah, love that. Was a that. Good one. I love. I'm big. I'm. I loved that original. Like the original few Gundam series were so cool. Um. One of my favorite, another one that I thought was cool because of the way they did it was that actually right before the scene returns into the Gundam, he flies in on Serenity, but like it didn't make a big deal that Serenity was dropping him off. Right. So that's the ship from the show Firefly, which is like a cult classic show. Um, also ship wise, um, the and I it just fell out of my head, but I'm I'm looking it up right now. Uh, in H's like hangar, he has all these different ships. So he's like all these cool like yeah. things from it's different. Like there's a Viper from Battlestar Galactic, whatever. But he actually has the um, uh, f- the RV from of, Spaceballs. Uh, he does the, the RV from Spaceballs. But my favorite was that uh, from Cowboy Bebop, which is probably like my favorite anime type show. Uh, 
uh, his like little fighter in there. I think it's called the swordfish. Um, uh, that was actually hanging back there too. I was like, man, that's a deep cut. Like to be like, okay, cool. And there were some weird ones, but yeah, it's the swordfish. Uh, he had that there. So there's like all that kind of stuff I was really into. I loved, um, obviously, Iron Giant. I don't think that's really an Easter egg. That's just like a freaking thing. Real quick, I'll, I'm going to go through. You want me to go through the Marvel uh, Yeah, does it say where they are in the movie? Because if it doesn't say where they are, I don't believe it. No, it doesn't say where they are. Yeah, they're but, not in there then. But uh, it's definitely Spider-Man, Hulk, Iron Man, Deadpool, Loki, Thanos, Wolverine, and Doctor Doom. I don't know what article you're reading. I don't buy it. Magneto. Um, Chris, what would your avatar be? See, this is such an interesting thing. Like, because obviously, and I was talking about this with some friends of mine that I saw it with while I was down in Nashville. Um, I, I don't understand the system in the sense that you can be your own original character. Right. Or, and I'm guessing you start off like that. Like you design your own character. But then as you progress through the game and get money, whatever you buy skins is what I'm getting. So like if I was like, oh, man, I'm such a huge fan of Chun-Li from Street Fighter or Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, I I, I can earn enough money that I can cash that in and get this. And and then I would be able to look like like Scorpion. Yeah, that was the idea that I was getting across from it, which is um, so who would I be? Uh, this is one of those things where you're like, well, I'd be my own original character, but it would be for me. I don't know. My, my, it would be one of those things where I probably want to buy multiple costumes. Like one week, I'd probably want to be like, you know, a Green Lantern, and then the next week, I'd want to be Mister Rogers. You know. Well, yeah. You I mean you have that ability? Really, so. really shake shit up. Yeah. So I have the ability to whatever. I'll give I want. you. The, let's just say you have your own character that you've designed and you've built. You got a closet full of clothes that that's that you're normally that guy. But I also have these three skins. Okay. Which ones did you have? Uh, I would probably have Doom, Doctor Doom. Oh, duh. Duh, 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 duh. Uh, probably Michelangelo. Uh, the famous painter. Interesting choice. I like it. <laughs> the Ninja Turtle from the mo- <laughs> from the first movie. Um, those would be probably two I would choose. Oh, and I would probably have uh, a Power Ranger one. Uh, probably Lord Lord Draken. <laughs> Basic, basic. No, I didn't say. I didn't even talk about my wardrobe. My wardrobe wouldn't be. Oh basic. yeah, you'd be looking dope. You'd be looking fresh, huh? That's a pretty good list. You really put some time and thought into that. Well, I mean, you see it three times. What are you gonna do? I mean, you're just sitting in the movie, being like, "What the fuck am I up to?" Um, I, uh, I think if I had to pick three, I would. I already said it, but I would probably pick. Uh, I would probably pick Scorpion. I think he's pretty sweet. Uh, Vegeta, probably from. Dragon Ball Z, and oh man, damn! Probably probably like a Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Nice. Uh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun for me. What vehicle would you have? Like, what car would I drive? Car or or ship? Um, ooh, you got one loaded up. While I think, hit me. What's yours? Uh, probably go the Ecto One. Really? That's a baller choice. Yeah. It's kind of hard because it kind of, I mean, the DeLorean's one of the best vehicles in in pop culture ever. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, uh, trying to think of like a, a, a vehicle or a, something that like I felt sad when it like died. You know what I mean? Like if it, if it blew up, I'd be like, oh no. Yeah. No. So I'm like going through my head, like, what are those great, like classic, like, 
the best vehicle because it's easy to be things like oh yeah the Millennium Falcon I mean even in the movie there's a lie where he's like you can fly the Millennium Falcon so that's obviously like a rare item um, and the and the one in the DeLorean was also a cross with uh, Kit from Night Rider. Yeah, he's got the he has the Kit. Actually, it's funny in the book he has Kit inside the DeLorean. So it's the DeLorean, but with actual talking Mister Feeny voice and everything inside, right? Instead of just being the, the lights on the front, which the writer of the book actually owns, and he has Ghostbusters stickers on the side of the DeLorean. Yeah, he's like freaking leaning against it when he's in his picture. It's like, great, good for you, guy. You're a terrible, terrible writer, but you did it. <laughs> hey, he's million good, dollars good later. Good for you, you freaking dill hole. Um, <laughs> you know what? It gives man, hope. Am, it gives hope for the basic. Sure. I mean, honestly, if if nothing else, it actually made me realize, like, doing some research as I've been reading. Because I'm like, why is this book so fucking bad? And it's no different than when I was like, you know. 18 or 19 or whatever. And I read the twilight books. Cause like every girl in the world was into it. And if you could be Ugh. like, Oh yeah. That what team are you episode. on? Did you get to chapter 40? And they're like, Ugh. uh, like, cool. I'm going to read this and like get, and I was like, I didn't really understand that it was bad. Now I would be like, that's almost unreadable. So this one, I was like, why is this famous? Like, why is it good? And it really just comes down to a style of writing. That's like meant it's to easy. be digestible to everybody. Like it's not young adult fiction, although it kind of is, but it's literally just like I oh picked that up in an airport, read it on the trip. You know what I mean? It's easy and it's uh, comprehensible. It's not you know like I don't cool have to think to about have? it. What? It just hit me like a bolt of lightning. I think I'm. I think I know what my. Uh, I think I know what my car would be. Your whip. Uh, I think I would pick the magic school bus. Oh, okay. That's a sleeper. It can. It can do anything. I mean, we're talking. It can do it all. I was thinking uh, uh, the other one I would have selected was a. Uh, Maybe the turtle van. Ooh, the turtle, the turtle. Oh, what's it called? The turtle tasticker? No, I think it's just called the turtle van. The Mach Five is in the movie. I thought that would be a really cool one. Um, or, or I the, really like that. Or the Batman, uh, or, or the Batmobile from the animated series. Oh, dude, that's the one for me, hundred percent, in, in its cartoon form too. That would, yeah. and, and that would, I trade one of my skins for to be Batman the animated series Batman. <laughs> oh. What uh? What giant would you be? What giant would uh, you have? Another vehicle to be cool would be Lightning McQueen. <laughs> uh, what giant would I have? You know, I've actually put some thought into this one because when the old when I, that whole Ultraman thing I was talking about, right? I was like, man, what 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 would I want to be? And I was like, shit, Gundam Gundam Zero or whatever is is killer, and Mechagodzilla is great too, um, or Gundam XR two, whatever. Uh, but I think it's between two for me, and I already know what yours is gonna be. Yeah, mine's easy. Uh, absolutely. Um, I think that my number one that's tied would be tied. Or, you know, there, it's a tie because. Uh, okay, hold on. I have to say one thing. <laughs> I I did not understand. This is something that bothered me a little bit about the movie. Um, so he Diodo. I already know the. Diodo, I already, I already know how to answer your. Your. I already know how to answer your question. Go ahead. Diodo goes through this whole big giant gauntlet challenge to get this super rare artifact that's this cool glove and you put it on and you get to be a giant robot for two minutes. And then H just becomes Iron Giant. Well, H, like, H built Iron Giant. So if he built a Gundam, he would be able to... So basically the glove is making it so you can just be one without having to do anything to get it. Right. Okay, cool. That makes because I was I'm like, damn, why don't everybody just build giant robots like that? Because then you don't like, have to like fight a jillion people to become one. Like H, that's a skin. 
the Iron Giant was a was a skin that he built, right? Or she built. like like how uh, uh, Sorrento, the bad guy, the Mecha Godzilla, was just in his He's arsenal, in, and then you see him inside Mecha Godzilla. Like you never see, you see H yeah. is inside Iron inside Giant. Iron Giant. Okay, all right. Okay, well then, but aside, Iron Giant's a great option for one for me. But for me, I it's definitely between Optimus Prime mm-hmm. and um, a Voltron, and I probably gun to my head would would pick Voltron. Yeah, Voltron. I, those are good choices. Apparently, Optimus Prime is in the movie. Um, okay, so then Voltron it is. Uh, yeah, mine's an obvious choice. I'd probably be the Megazord. Yeah, duh. Or or the Dragon Zord. Uh, I was trying to Ooh. think. I was trying to think. I to be honest, I couldn't think of anything else to be in a giant form. So uh, this is so funny. I just googled like. Just right now, I, I'm looking over a list of like the top ten robots or giant robots, and honestly, like uh, the one, all all three of ours are on here, and then there's three that were in or two that were in the movie. So there's Mega Mecha Godzilla and Gundam and Iron Giant. Uh, Optimus Prime is number one, and then and then there's this thing called um, these Evangelon units from Neon Genesis Evangelon Evangelon. A lion, whatever. They're like organic looking robots. Then there's Voltron. There's this. I mean, this is the top 10 that they put together. Number seven is called Imper- Imperator Class Titan from Warhammer 40,000. That's like a game. Uh, then the Megazord, the Veritech Fighters from Robotech. Never heard of that. And coming in at number 10 is Gypsy Danger from Pacific Rim. So. Not a deep pool of giant robots to pull from. I feel like, yeah, I think that you can be other giants that we're just not thinking of. Like, I just thought of this right now, and I would for sure, this would be my number two. The Statue of Liberty, man. From oh, Go- from Ghostbusters from 2? From Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. I mean, you get you have to do a deep cut. I just I just opened another article. It's like the 20, ranking 26 giant robots from film and TV. And it's like Iron Giant gets number one. Hell Yeah. And then it's like Jaegers, Transformers, everything you think of. But then, like, you know, they're throwing in Giant Bender from, from Future. Oh, uh, that's like, a good one. That'd be a good one. Like uh, the Mega Maid from Spaceballs. Or uh, the Donut uh, the donut Guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, Me- Mecha Streisand from South Park. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, the, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Oh, that, oh, why don't we, that would be a good one. Oh, dude, we missed one, too. A Sentinel from Marvel, uh, from, uh, from Marvel Comics. Easy one. Easy one. Mecha from Gundam. Uh, that one's weird. That one's weird. Like, then you start getting these ones. I'm like, oh, Big O, dude. I loved that show. It was basically like if Batman and, and Gundam Wing met. He was like a rich billionaire who fought crime with a giant-ass robot called Big O. Oh, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, so you, you got to dig deep to get some of these things, like, where you're like, man, that is a that is something I have never, ever, ever heard of and never will probably again. But, yeah, I, I, think, we, I think we have some pretty solid choices, though, for who we'd pick. I think we could stand a chance. Yeah, I think we 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 would know how to handle the Oasis. We would probably have sure. a, our crew. Uh, I don't yeah. know if I'd call uh. it. I don't know if I'd call it the High Five, but no, because that's lame. Although they do but. explain it better in the book, like they kind of just like pat. There's there were things that they just passed off in the movie that they explained better in the book. I'll say that. Right, High Five well, being you, one of them. You have more pay. You have time and pages to be like, which is still mind boggling that he wasted so many of them, but. The, the you have more time to be like hey, Chris cool, hates the book. Is, I don't. I do. I do. I absolutely hate the book. I think it's garbage. But I I, I I get that it spawned a lot of like creativity, and I get that it made this movie possible. And 
And I just can imagine. I mean, this guy helped write the screenplay, but like it, he was it on says, set like, and everything. Yeah, adaptation, but from from Ernest Klein and you know Tom Donaldson or whatever. It's like you know Tom Donaldson had to pull all like we got like a like a Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting scenario here, where like <laughs> Ernest Klein was like, well, what if we make him just blush and come his pants when he sees her every time? And the the other guy was like, oh, maybe not, Ernest. We should probably just like make it more like you know normal that this kid's not like a sexual freak. Uh, that'd be great. And it's like, well, what if we put more references to the 80s? Like, I don't know, uh, GoldenEye, 007. And he's like, all right, I'll give you that. And he's like, that game came out in 98 or some bullshit, you idiots. That was the one thing about the movie, and we we should talk about this, is that the thing that doesn't make sense the most is the fact that the 80s is such a, like, all these kids are in, in the book and in the movie, is like all these kids are into 80s shit. Like, that's not going to happen. That would be like us right now being obsessed with the sixties, the sixteen sixties. <laughs> I uh, the- like I couldn't tell you. A, I, I mean, if someone told me, oh yeah, the song came out in nineteen sixty. I mean, I probably have a handful of songs I could probably pull out, but there's no way. Ooh, ah, ooh. Some kind of doo wop song. I mean, there's probably Elvis songs we could name from the sixties for sure, or Beatles um, songs. But we're yeah, not oh, doing that's right, that. The Beatles. No, no. I, I think that there, we have to think the, about it. Like these are like this is, the clothing. Yeah, exactly. This is not our life. The clothing, the the music, the movies. I'm not watching a movie from the '60s. No, not unless it's like you know a classic or maybe I grew you up. Name with a movie from the bullshit. '60s that you would watch right now. You'd be like, oh, I'd be down to watch that. When did High Noon come out? I could watch High Noon right now. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't think I, there's a film in the 60s. Maybe Ocean's that was a, Eleven. That was, ni- that was 1952, so I blew that one. Oh, The Sting probably came out that year. I always like to watch The Sting. I'm kind of an old movie guy. That was 73, so I can't name one 60s movie. Uh, maybe Giant. When did What's-His-Name die? What You know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. Easy you know, Rider. Guy- Psycho. I could watch maybe yeah, Psycho. I'm not watching yeah, The Sound of Music. I'm not watching. Oh, you're not? I'm not. Maybe I did watch 2001 Space Odyssey not that long ago. Um, yeah, Kubrick films. But again, but again, I'm I'm looking this up right now. I'm not obsessed with it, and I'm not like here, it's in my catalog of movies to go to. I'm so glad you brought this up because here's the real issue with the book and the movie. And I don't think it's an – I shouldn't say issue. I should say it's a missed opportunity because – I guess you could put you could put some James Bond in there. Oh yeah, there's a class of James Bonds. It's a missed opportunity because there are these hints that this is a semi post apocalyptic world, and and you can argue that that doesn't really make sense in either scenario because how can you be in a post apocalypse? But and it's described in the book and you see it in the movie. But how somehow you know mega corporations and these ones we're familiar with are are still thriving and there's obviously an economy, but like but it's like a capitalist society still. But at the same time, like people live in these stacks and and there's time about how the, the or all the food went away. And, and in the book, it goes into greater detail of being like, yeah, we have to have, you know, goods and services. Yeah, food vouchers. And, uh, food vouchers. How, how to get into a fast food, a job at a fast food restaurant takes there's a two year waiting list. But yet all these people still have the ability to, you know, there's still a, a society that's happening and people are talking about things. And I think that. That that's okay. I actually I actually like the idea of a non full on post apocalyptic post apocalypse. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that the opportunity that was missed was diving deeper into the fact that why not only that oh this is the challenge this is why this guy's famous but also the impact that had in the sense that number one I think there's a big a, a big point that can be explained away by saying hey listen because this guy was so 
big because the Oasis literally changed everything where you could just be somebody else all the time. Like there was no more reason because you can do anything inside the Oasis. There was no need outside of the Oasis to create anything new. So what's the point of making movies? What's the point of making art and games outside Mm. in the real society? If in the Oasis, you can do anything you want. Like you can be in a painting like it kind of, so and I can already see this, like, and they don't talk about this at all. This is me just looking ahead and saying, if this kind of thing happened where an Oasis system existed and our world had been, you know, some people have died and we've all kind of scrapped it together and now we're making it work. There's this idea that why make anything creative out here? Our culture doesn't need to go any farther. We would be obsessed with the person's life who not only changed ours, but also made it so there was incentive. Like $50 billion is an insane amount of money so ever i mean this guy what this guy was into the easter eggs he planted the things that he made would be the foundation of something that is in in the sense all of the creative energy we see as a society and as a people as a human race all of that instead of being outward would all be focused inward, inward to this one right. point right so no i, I would say yeah that makes and they never talk about it they never bring up they never talk about how culture changed or how how the, the, this happened you're this right thing there happened be, and now we don't progress yeah there would be a there would definitely be a, a transition of where like creators would create inside the world and not outside in real life. Exactly. They, that would there's, be no, a, there's no reason to. I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Like people would make and they say that like create planets and different worlds and stuff. So, yeah, I'd be bored. I know I wouldn't like I, I'm a writer like that's what I do. And I, there's no fucking way I would go to my own little planet and just live the story in my head and be like, that was good enough for me. Bye bye. I'm going to go off to play Pac-Man, eat a bunch of dots. Like it's, it's, it's silly. And the fact that I think that's where it lapses that we're just supposed to believe, except that this society thrives and that everyone is obsessed with things. This guy was obsessed with, even though we're like, well, why is nobody into their own shit? Like this dude wasn't into hang gliding through a hurricane, but that's here. (laughs) The other, the other issue I had was like, there's no police in the whole movie until the end. And there's so many instances where I'm like, where the cop, where are the cops in this? Yeah, just in general, like in the real world, who who who's regulating inside the oasis? Like, who's regulating? Yeah, like, the why up at the end? Yeah. So I get, and the other thing, I'm throwing this out there because I'm thinking about it now. But like, you see him, he's in his hideout, and he's got like the treadmill and shit, right? But like, right, other right. people are playing in the streets. Like, how do you not run into walls or other people or get hit by a car? It, it's it is a boggling. It's like, messy. We, uh, it's messy. Yeah. I was talking with my friends uh, when I was on my trip. I was like, as soon as we got out of the movie, that was the first thing we were talking about. We're like, number one, the system would have to calculate so much. Like when that mom in the beginning, she's sitting on the couch, she gets shot and she falls off. Like to calculate what it would be like to fall, even if you're standing up and running somewhere and you get shot and fall down to the ground. But if you're sitting on a couch in the real world and you fall, like the system would have to say, okay, this is what that this this is what the difference is so that when you land, it would land. Like there's all these little things that would make it so complex. But the thing that gets me more, I'm totally agreeing with you. Like his rig made sense. You have to be on a treadmill or you have to be suspended midair. But then there's like apparently ones where you can sit in a chair. So how do you walk and move? Like are you, are you using a controller? Are you yeah, so, like the Matrix? So that the, my argument to that would be, yeah, like you can have a controller where it's like a D-pad and you're just like moving moving like, your, like but a, then you'd lose like all of that it must like connect to your brain synapses or something through your hands or something because that would be dumb i mean you're you i guess you're it depends on what you have as far as like accessibility because you could be in there but you could be look like you said like a over the shoulder vision 
you know, there's different things in like different ways. If you didn't have the full setup, then you would be limited into what your movements could be. You would have to, my, like, yeah. You would have to function like a regular video game. I guess my issue, and maybe it can be explained away by just saying like Sorrento doesn't like being in the Oasis, but like the top of IOI, the head dude, bad guy, he has like the Mac Daddy of all chairs that he sits in, so he doesn't have to run. But that means that like his experience would be no different than me just playing a VR game with a controller. He's also an older guy. And it's like, so he wants to sit there and just do that. But then there's other people that also want to sit in a chair and play. But then also, like, you, like it sounds like the poor kid that's playing in the junkyard has the best setup of anybody. You know what I mean? Because he can, like, run around and jump and hello. Yeah, I don't if, you, know. if you can run around and, you, like, yeah, it's a function, I'm sure, a setting. I guess, it's just, I guess it just works for however you want to play it. Which I mean, is yeah, he's got this crazy. I get that. He's got this crazy rig. An Omni treadmill which, and which actually, yeah. which actually, Sorrento has like his rig is like supposed to be the top of the line, but it's actually pretty ridiculous. It's like cool, his is the stupidest seat, one of all because like he can't, yeah. he's just like laying in a chair, just like hello, like it looks like a Matrix thing. I mean, yeah, he's just in a hamster ball. <laughs> what an idiot! What an idiot! The other thing too is like he's got they have that suit that like you can feel everything. Yeah, oh which, yeah, which works and like why would you have the piece on the crotch piece? It's. I think that this is this is amazing because I thought the same thing, and then I realized that the movie is like supposed to be about the quest, and you know, and it's about the idea of like exploring. Like we can all agree that eighty percent of the people using the Oasis, if it was a real thing, would be using it for sex. Like well, yeah. I was gonna say, I'm like, I'm like, if I'm gonna be in a battle, why would I buy a suit that I can get kicked in the nuts? Like that yeah. sounds awful. Like if I'd I'm, rather just be like, if I'm going to oh, battle, I'm not putting in, that yeah. piece on. Oh, I got shot in the nuts, but that's okay. I understand that that would be extremely painful. I didn't need to feel it to, to, as much as I would like to feel maybe getting shot in the shoulder. But uh, as soon as I watched it, and when she, like, Artemis is flying around, and she goes under his legs and, like, right, you see right. it light up his balls. And his, uh, it was like, that's great, because that really is the throwaway to, yeah, this suit is mostly made for fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've, we've, we've talked a lot about uh, the Oasis Ready Player One. If you've seen the movie... Hit us up. Let us know what your thoughts are on Instagram at G to the Splash. Uh, if you saw an Easter egg that we mentioned in the show and missed it, and know the timestamp, which I probably you probably don't, because <laughs> exactly, or just tell us the scene and where to look. Yeah, I did see Pac Man. I did see a few few of them that later, but um, other than that. Hit us up if you what your avatars would be, what your giants would be. Heck yeah, tell us everything. Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Just comment below whatever you're listening. Just tell us all your answers. We'll respond back. It's us. It's us. We're we real people in, uh. in the system. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode of G Splash. Chris, you got any last words? Uh, no, man. Just go out there and enjoy. Uh, if you haven't seen, like you said, if you haven't seen Ray Player One, go see it once or maybe even three times. Who knows? You're probably good with once. Uh, <laughs> but if you can't see it in 40X, I highly recommend it. Do it. Yeah, anyway, we out. Peace.